Welcome to the best of the Nick Brown Show, an on-demand audio presentation of redpeachsports.com and ESPN977.com. Now here's your host, Nick Brown. Welcome back to the Nick Brown Show. When you hear the group Alabama on a Saturday morning, you know we're going to turn to Hueytown, Alabama's favorite son, and that's Liz Scarborough from Lindy's Magazine. Liz, special treat you. Get to talk to Sean Fox again this morning on the show. It's been a busy day in softball and college baseball. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you're you're there in uh, Starkville, Mississippi, right? Yeah, Starkville, Mississippi. Just a uh, nice crow hop and uh, throw from Duty Noble uh, Field. Yeah, absolutely. I've, uh, I've I've spent a lot of hours in my life in, in press boxes and sidelines in uh, in Starkville, Mississippi, covering uh, covering Mississippi State ball games. Uh, well, yeah, a, a really really interesting uh, couple of days in uh, in baseball and softball. Uh, you know, certainly outstanding for Louisiana Tech. Uh, people in our audience, uh, I hope everybody knows just just the tradition of the program that Louisiana Tech's playing against today. Uh, to be to be uh, this late into the ball game and still in the game against a team uh, that's a tradition rich program and has been a national champion before uh, is a real real tribute. And we certainly hope Louisiana Tech can uh, you know can pull this thing out. Uh, kudos to Southern Miss. For the huge win that they had yesterday, representing Conference USA, uh, as well. So, so good news there. Uh, interesting in the Southeastern Conference, you never take anything for granted. Uh, you got top ten teams, Ole Miss and uh, and Vanderbilt, as number one seeds on their home uh, fields in Columbia and Oxford, lose to Rhode Island in Utah. Uh, I I don't think anybody figured that uh, SEC uh, regional hosts were going to be losing to number four seeds uh, on their home field. So you certainly have got that uh, have got that in play. Uh, you had the tragedy that happened at Vanderbilt with with uh, with their pitcher drowning 24 hours before their first game, and and that game having to be pushed back in in his in his memory and because of what was going there. And then in softball uh, today, uh, you've got uh, starting uh, very soon now. Uh, you've got uh, the first the first ball game uh, in in the losers bracket there, and the second one's going to be LSU and Alabama. With uh, with uh, Alabama losing with a walk off home run in the bottom of the eighth, the same girl that hit that one, Nick and John, uh, is the girl that hit one in the bottom of the seventh when Alabama lost to Oklahoma before. And oh, then man. LSU has many chances to knock off the favorite in the whole tournament, uh, Michigan, and just blew too many chances with runners in scoring position, and uh, and Michigan wins. So four SEC teams play today, and uh, they play against each other. Auburn plays Georgia, and LSU plays Alabama. So. There's enough going on right now. I mean, we could take an hour show and just talk about baseball and softball. Well, let's talk about what's happening in the Oxford Regional real quick. Lynn. I wish we had that kind of time where I guess a lot of us spent the two-lane to take on Ole Miss uh, today. If that happened, yeah. it's going to happen in the losers' bracket yeah. today. Yeah, I, I had already made a comment to somebody else about uh, about Tulane and Ole Miss playing each other and how we're going to have two, two that used to be former SEC brothers playing for the region championship <laughs> they're going to be playing to see who's going to be uh, going home for Ole Miss all they're going to have to do is like walk across the street if they go home uh, I, I think of all the regionals Sean the one that catches me most by surprise is the fact that Tulane and Ole Miss are, are not fighting for uh, uh, seeding today they're fighting for survival uh, after just one ball game I, I, I think that's your that's your biggest shocker to me of, uh, of all the ones around the country right now yeah, and uh, Lynn, talking to Lynn Scarborough from Lindy's Magazine every Saturday morning. No, Lynn's not going to take you to 10 because we're not going to 10 today. Lynn's going to take you to a week, uh, go off the air. But, Lynn, you talk about that, and that is what many people talked about. You talked about it. 
seven SEC teams, what got in, all seven hosting. So now I'm always thinking about next year, and you look at South Carolina and, and Ole Miss as well, because there's a little West Coast teams with some chips on their shoulder in this tournament. Oh, there's no question about it. And we, you know, we talked about it on uh, on your show on, on Thursday, on the uh, SEC Report show on Thursday. If I'm a team out on the West Coast or, or in the Midwest or up in the North, uh, I'm going to be hacked off because all 14 of the regionals win the Sun Belt. Uh, uh, you know, 12 out of, uh, 14 out of the 16 were in states uh, that have Southeastern Conference teams, and half of them are hosted by SEC teams. And you've got, you've got tradition-rich programs, the Arizona teams and California teams and, and, uh, and a couple of teams from the North uh, that have been uh, really tradition-rich programs. And for nobody uh, outside of, of our little quadrant of the country to get, uh, to get regionals, I think the entire uh, regions of the country do have a chip on their shoulder, and they're, you know, and they're, they're showing that. Uh, you know, and it, it doesn't, that's, not a, you know, that's not a surprise. Uh, I think Long, Long Beach State knocked off uh, Florida Atlantic, didn't they? Yes, they did. Yeah, all right. So you got the two uh, uh, two Conference USA teams. They're, so uh, you know that's just a, that's just an interesting dynamic that other teams, uh, other regions of the country got slighted, and um, and I think you're going to see. You know, there's regional pride in the SEC. Uh, we know that we we've, we've covered uh, basketball and and uh, baseball tournaments uh, where people were chanting SEC. Well. You got a lot of non-SEC chance going on, and this is their chance to step up and do something about it. And some of them have done that. Certainly, as the uh, you're exactly right. And Lynn, uh, you know, you look at the SEC and what they've been able to do. Now, other taking away, uh, taking away what happened in Columbia and taking what happened in Oxford, still not a, a bad showing from the SEC. Look at LSU; they took care of business. Surprised they were able to get that game in as well, but. You know, the overall uh, scope of, of the tournament uh, looking well so far. But, again, like you said, I think one of the biggest – now, Vanderbilt and Xavier did not play. That's right. With, but that that was more weather as a late start as related to uh, the droughtiness. And I did – I don't know if you knew this, not, but all regionals had a moment of silence for Donnie Everett, the Vanderbilt no, pitcher. Well, that's, right, that's great. That, that, that's outstanding. And we'll say a word about Mississippi State right there. You know, Mississippi State got off to a bad start. They were behind like three or four to one. Uh, after three or four innings at Starkville, and so they had to come back and be tested to, uh, you know, to win their to win their game there where you are. So, um, so you know, interest interest there. Now, am I am I correct that if Louisiana Tech wins this well, well either team wins this morning, they're going to play again later today, aren't they? That, well, here's the thing, Lynn. If you lose, you got to turn around and play in the losers bracket game against SEMO at one thirty. If you win, you play Mississippi State tonight. At 6.30, and again, that is a big weather permitting. But I want to bring something up real quickly, and if you've been in this venue, uh, the thing that has impressed me most about uh, this Starkville Regional is you heard the scuttlebutt. A lot of teams like LSU with Palmineri, you know, if they host, they're going to play at 1.30 on Friday. That's just tradition. That's what they do. Mississippi State, Ole Miss played last night. This is not normally the case. A lot of the scuttlebutt was a lot of Mississippi State fans were not happy. The game was moved to 1.30. Nick and I were at all. It was 130. Uh, 90 degrees. 90 degrees outside, and there was 11,000 people inside the state. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. You know, there are, you know, Mississippi State and LSU. I mean, you gotta, you got to give credit where it's, where it's due. The, the two bell cow programs uh, in Southeastern Conference baseball forever have been Mississippi State and LSU. And, you know, they haven't won all the championships. They, you know, other, other teams are very, very good. And you look around the, 
you know, you've had uh, Georgia's won a national championship. South Carolina's won a couple of national championships. So it's not like that uh, LSU and Mississippi State really just dominate the, the sport in the conference. But the fan bases, the facilities, and the tradition, uh, you can't beat Baton Rouge and Starkville. And uh, you've got, uh, you know, there are most teams in the conference, if they have a sellout crowd and it's one of the big, biggest venues they've had, it's going to take them three ball games to match what, Stark, what Mississippi State did yesterday. And, um, you know, you got you got to really appreciate it. It's one, one thing that, you know, there are schools around the, around the conference that have their strong points, Kentucky and basketball, for example. No, nobody's going to match that. But, yeah, to, hats, hats off to, to, uh, to Mississippi State and LSU because they're the guys that set the standard for the, set the, standard for the conference. And I, and I do feel like that the SEC, I don't think just because Ole Miss and South Carolina lost, I don't think they're out of it. But they certainly put themselves in a, in a rough position because in a, in a tournament venue like this, uh, a team gets in the loser's bracket, uh, then it, it's not so important that you have a good pitcher. You've got to have a pitching staff. And the, the pitching staff becomes critical in a, in a tournament uh, setting like this, particularly if you're in the loser's bracket. And I think that's where, and you look at it, I think where the stronghold will go to normally the power five teams as far as the depth of pitching. I'm agency with Cal State Fullerton and Louisiana Tech do today at the Starkville Regional. But I want to go back to one thing that we touched on, and I also want to get your opinion on a few things going on in the world of college football. But, but going back, you talked about, uh, don't want to just, we kind of brushed it really quick. So the two teams that won in softball were the four teams, uh, Auburn and Georgia will play today, and LSU and Alabama will play for elimination games. Is that correct? Yeah, so, so what, what, say that again. Now, what were you saying about the SEC? I mean, about softball? Uh, I think you, you bring through it real quick. I just want to make sure I have this right. You got you had four teams at, uh, at the college, Women's College World Series. So you got uh, the two teams winning today. Auburn and Georgia will play. And then is it LSU and Alabama yeah, that play for the game? Right, yeah. That's right. That, that's, that's correct. And the two teams, this is one particularly where the winners, where the winners of the next games have a huge advantage. The winner of Auburn, Georgia, and the winner of Michigan and Oklahoma uh, the way that those brackets divide out, there's a gigantic advantage for those two teams. I, I'll be very, very surprised if the winner of Auburn, Georgia, and the winner of uh, of uh, Michigan, Oklahoma, do not play for the championship. Uh, it takes it there. It becomes really necessary to have a strong pitching staff, and a lot of teams in softball just have one primary pitcher that pitches game after game, and that will ultimately catch up with you. And so I, I really feel like the uh, the two teams in the winners brackets to win today are gonna are gonna come out uh, come out the strongest. But you know, I mean, big game big game for folks in our audience, LSU and Alabama today, and uh, and we'll you know we'll see. But one of those teams is gonna be eliminated. Lynn, always a special treat to be able to catch up with you, buddy. Tell everybody what's going on at Lindy. Uh, well, uh, you know, we're uh, we're almost on the stands with all of our magazines. Uh, the NFL edition uh, supposed to be hitting this week. Uh, people will be looking for the Saints edition in your audience. Fantasy football hits the next week, uh, and then we're on the uh, we're on the downslide of getting magazines finished. We got about another. We will be doing an NBA special edition for the winner of Golden State and Cleveland. We're working on that this week. We do an Ohio State magazine the next week, Sean, and then we're through. Uh, people can check us out on the website. Uh, if you can't find the magazine that you want, contact our office. We'll do our best to get it to you. Y'all guys have a great time there. Uh, pull Louisiana Tech through and. Uh, Everybody uh, enjoy some good uh, baseball and softball hey. on TV today because it's going to be full of it. Good to hear from you, brother. I look forward to seeing you in a month. At SEC All right, guys. Today. Talk to you all soon. All right. Thanks for listening to the best of the Nick Brown Show. Tune in live every Saturday on ESPN977.com or subscribe to the show in iTunes on Stitcher 
or at redpeachsports.com.